0: Hi, friends. Merry Christmas and happy Saturday. It's day six of the 12 days of Christmas here at That Sounds Fun. I'm Annie F. Downs. I'm the host of this little Christmas party. Wasn't the conversation from yesterday on day five with Kimberly Schlappman so special? Y'all, I know if you have not listened, you need to go back and be sure you hear that one. Hey, the music in the background is from our good friends, Rend Collective. I am loving their Christmas album, A Jolly Irish Christmas Volume 2. Be sure to add it to all your playlists. And just a reminder that my new book, That Sounds Fun, is available for pre-order everywhere you love to buy books. When you pre-order, you'll receive a copy of the audiobook for free. You just submit your receipt at thatsoundsfunbook.com and redeem it for your free audiobook read by yours truly. No waiting till the book comes out on February 2nd. You get it right now. And remember that the first 3,000 orders from Barnes & Noble, the first 3,000 people who pre-order get an autographed copy of That Sounds Fun, the book. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment and tell you about one of our amazing partners, Headspace. Life can be stressful even under like normal circumstances, and then 2020 has gone and tried to one-up even the most challenging times of life, you need stress relief. And that goes beyond the quick fixes, and that's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. I think having meditation as part of our spiritual rhythms can really enhance our spiritual lives. I mean, Scripture talks repeatedly about meditating on the truth in God's Word. And so having meditations available on our phones at our fingertips is so helpful. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. That's really important to me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions to help you relax. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. That's so cute. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can help reduce stress and improve sleep, boost focus and increase your overall sense of well-being. I love how using their guided meditations helps me remember to breathe in moments when I'm feeling stressed or anxious and it's wild how much of a difference some simple breathing and focus can make. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime anywhere. You deserve to feel healthier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash that sounds fun. That's headspace.com slash that sounds fun for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, so head to headspace.com slash that sounds fun today. Today, friends, speaking of today, I am very excited about this conversation. Dr. Drew Mosier is the author of the Enneagram of Discernment, the way of vocation, wisdom and practice. He is amazing. He's also the co-host of the Fathoms podcast. I think most of y'all are probably listening to that with Seth Abram, who is part of our Ennea summer series this year, and my other friend Seth Creekmore, all Enneagram experts in their own right, and they are doing some good Enneagram work on the fathoms podcast. But today I asked Drew to come and chat with us about gifts we can give for people based on their Enneagram type and the number they identify with. And I think you're going to love his thoughts. I was just blown away and had the most fun in this conversation. I hope you will too. So here's my conversation with author of the Enneagram of Discernment, Dr. Drew Mosier. Drew, thanks for doing this today.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. It's good to be with you.
0: We absolutely love talking Enneagram here at that sounds fun. Um, your book is called The Enneagram of Discernment, the way of vocation, wisdom, and practice. And it is, it is a good one. There, you know, we get a lot of Enneagram wow. books around here, thank and you. I talk about one out of 10. And yeah. yours is extraordinary. So
1: uh, well, I'm honored. Now thank you have you. a
0: PhD. Do you have a PhD in Enneagram?
1: Uh, Well, not officially, no.
0: (laughs) Emotionally.
1: (laughs) Although I feel like I should. Yes. If if someone granted one, I feel like I should have (laughs) one. But um, no, my PhD is in education. So I'm a prof by day, Enneagram teacher by night, I guess. Today (laughs) by day. Yeah. (laughs) We are
0: going to talk a little Christmas and Enneagram. uh, But first, can we just do, uh, there's this overarching Mm -hmm. question. Sometimes other podcasts, other conversations, Rear up, and I suddenly get a bunch of comments asking me the same thing.
1: Yeah. And currently,
0: somebody out there is saying the Enneagram's from the devil. Dr. Drew Mosier, is the Enneagram (laughs) from the devil?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay. No more than many of the things that we use are not from the devil, or, you know, because I think this is a tool and a resource. So I get this question a lot too. What I tend to say in response is that the Enneagram isn't distinctly or uniquely Christian, mm-hmm. but it's also not anti-Christian. Mm. So really it's a matter of stewardship.
0: Like are a, we hammer. Using, a hammer. A yeah, hammer is a are, Christian are we or we using,
1: Yeah, are we using the tool faithfully?
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And are, are we stewarding it uh, with integrity in in the context of our faith? Yeah. And so if you Google the Enneagram, you're going to find a lot of things that if you're a Christian, you do not agree with and don't mm-hmm. want to go near. Right? right. But you're also going to find a lot of things that are really congruent with the Christian faith. Yeah. So it really requires, see what I'm doing here. Discernment. Yes. Well, <laughs> and
0: Would it be the Enneagram of discernment? Some right. would say, yeah.
1: Yeah. It requires discernment and just re- requires um. Uh, using it well, yeah, and making sure that it's in line with uh, your belief system, yeah.
0: Tell me a little bit about what discernment is. How do we how do we know that? That's like a that's a doctor word. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things we all know it when we have it, or we know it mm, when we see it. Yeah. But it can be really hard to define. Yes. And so uh, I refer to discernment as uh, the gift and the practice of living our lives with wisdom that's mm. the bottom line and then yeah. of course i unpack it in pages yes, you yes, know yes, in the book yes. but i think if we are living with wisdom cultivating mm-hmm. that and also receiving the gift of that from God, I think then uh, we're in the realm of discernment.
0: That's what I really love about your book is when we're thinking about Christmas gifts, when we're thinking about starting the new year, that week between Christmas and New Year's, I always try to get a book read. This feels like for our friends who love the Enneagram, this is a great one to make sure we're kind of straight and narrow about it. But also for our friends who are really skeptical I think the Enneagram of Discernment is a really helpful book because it outlines a little bit of like, yeah, we know you feel that and it's okay yeah. to feel that,
1: yeah. right? Yeah, oh, it totally is fine. And I think with any tool, uh, there are right and wrong ways to use it. Mm-hmm. So
0: say some of those, say what's what's a right way to use the Enneagram, what's a wrong way?
1: Yeah, so I think a right way to use the Enneagram would be as a way to help understand a path towards spiritual growth and formation that yeah. is unique to your personality type.
0: Yeah, that's great. a
1: wrong way to use uh, the Enneagram would be to uh, completely bypass bypass Christian spirituality mm. and, uh, make this your religion.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, because if the Enneagram is your pr- kind of primary and perhaps only tool for spiritual growth. Or for self-awareness, then I think that's a problem. Oh, that's so good. I think it's something that we need to integrate within our Christian faith.
0: That's interesting because so often when you say to people, how should I not use the Enneagram, they say don't use it as a weapon (laughs) against others. But I love your answer. Don't don't let it be your only form of self-awareness and your only form of discipleship.
1: Right. Right. It 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 should inform. I think it could inform and be really helpful in that path of discipleship. But it's it sh- it's not the only the only thing out there. Right. This may
0: be bad theology, and I want you to say if it is. You're okay. we're friends enough. <laughs> you can just call it. But, you call you a
1: heretic on your show? Yeah, totally,
0: <laughs> totally. People have been dying to do that. So someone's <laughs> okay. applauding right now that you're getting the chance.
1: Oh boy. Part
0: of the reason I find the enneagram as a good tool in my spiritual and emotional development is how yeah. much it's changed me. Yeah. And when I look around at my friends, there aren't people who are saying, I know and like Jesus less because of my experience with Enneagram or I know and like myself less because of my experience at enneagram. So even but that may be a heretical way to determine whether something is good for you. But I don't right. s- but the but the the anecdotal evidence all around me is that right. when people use this well, it makes mm-hmm. them healthier.
1: Yes. And I think that's To me, that's the best proof for using it in the right context is because, um, not only for myself, because that's been the experience for me, I'm a dominant type three and the Enneagram.
0: I knew you were by your haircut. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I can't, I would never do that to anyone. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) No, that's funny. I did not know where you were.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a dominant type three. So when I first encountered this, it ruined me, but it ruined me in all the good and right ways.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it really called me out on my motivations, my yeah. strategies, my striving, yeah. the things I was putting my energy into. And I think that's true of many people that encounter it because yeah. it, it does hold intention, the best of us and the worst of us. Yeah. Whereas so many systems give us one or the other, right. which then leads us to either toxic, maybe positivity, which that is could just be
0: my subtitle to my life.
1: <laughs> a veneer, <laughs> yeah. you know, of kind of the self-help guruism, right? Sure. Or toxic negativity, yeah. where we just beat ourselves up over and over again. And I don't right. think that, that's not the message of the gospel. Right. And I think the Enneagram can help us live in that tension in a really good and healthy way.
0: Yeah, I, I love and hate when I have experiences. I had one this morning already. For the world to know, we're recording at 9.30 Central. And already this morning, there was something I didn't want to do. And the and five years ago, I would have just not known what to do with that pain of yeah. I don't want to know that thing. You know, the joke about I'm a seven and or identify as a seven. I,
1: I've heard. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. rumor has it, yeah, that <laughs> right. I'm exactly a seven.
1: Yeah.
0: And I there's a joke about us that I think Enneagram and Coffee, Sarah Jane, posted this who was on our Anya mm. Summer with us. Yeah. She said, hey, sevens, you don't want to hear this, but check your bank account today. <laughs> and I had a, I had a similar, I, I had a similar experience, but not about my bank account this morning. Yeah. But I knew, hey Annie, I know why you feel this. Yeah. I know you. I, I, this is part of how you're created. This is the, this is a pain point. Now let's work to the end of what happens when you actually know the truth, because sure. that's what it is. For some reason, my sevenness is afraid of the truth sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's so good. And, and and I think that's true of every type, but it just expresses itself and responds to that mm. fear of truth in yeah. uh, different ways. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Let, are, are you enjoying making a podcast? Your Fathoms podcast for our friends listening. It's you. It's Seth Abrams, who is on our Anya Summer every day, every show right. as our expert. And then our other friend, Seth Creekmore, who for our friends listening, Remember God had a theme song and Seth Creekmore is the one who wrote that theme song. So and Drew, so I'm good. I'm right up in there with you with Fathoms. Are y'all enjoying making the show?
1: Oh, it's yeah. It's so much fun. Um, And you know, the Seths are just great <laughs> to work with and funny and interesting. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun to do it. So we really are trying to kind of fill what we think is a gap in yes. uh, the Enneagram podcast landscape, which is uh, to do some really deep dives for those that are really interested in kind of the nitty-gritty of the Enneagram. So it's been yes. a lot of fun uh, and a steep learning curve. That's for sure. This oh, is, uh, it's easier said than done to make a podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. I
0: know. I mean, I I think it's fun for people who haven't listened to Fathoms yet. That'd be a fun thing to listen to because y'all, y'all are the, if some of us, including me, are kind of the 101 or the basics are the learn more about your type, y'all are the 201.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a good way to describe it. So, um, there are plenty of great and amazing kind of 101 podcasts out yeah. there. And so it'd be kind of foolish for us to try to compete with those or, you know, redo the things that they're already doing really yeah, well. So yeah. we're trying to add something to the conversation. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like it. I, every time I, I, at some point, I cringe during every episode, which means you're doing it right. So,
1: <laughs> well, you're not preaching if you're not offending, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. How are you friends yeah. with
0: the Seths? How do y'all all okay. know each other?
1: All right. So, fun fact. So, Seth Abram, yes. uh, I was his young adult pastor in his hometown in Ohio.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Before he kind of left the nest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, my wife is from that area. And so, have a lot of roots in northwest ohio which is his home so yeah. that's how i know him uh-huh and then uh and then abram introduced seth creek more and i to one it. other. we just happened to be in atlanta for different reasons at the same time and he yeah. realized it and connected us so we got together and have been friends ever since because we both live in indiana so you know we're a few hours apart from one another but yeah is us a chance to see each other ever so often
0: yeah. what are y'all using to record in three different places
1: Uh, Most of the time we use Zencaster, but we also, and I'm going to be out of my depths here really quickly. So we (laughs) record locally. I think that's the term. You each record locally. We each record locally, yeah. give it to Creekmore. He does his magic because he's he's kind of the sound engineer production yeah. guy. And beyond, I've, I've said more than I know already. So. No, you're doing great. I think <laughs> yeah. it's fun
0: for people listening to know that. So, for example, you and I are seeing each other because we're using Squadcast. Yeah,
1: which is so cool because it's, it's cool, a nice feature. Right? Yeah, yeah. and it's cool. still
0: recording locally for both of us. So I'm recording oh, nice. here and you're recording there.
1: Okay. And so,
0: Chad, the producer, it'll sound like we're both in the same room. Yeah. And that's what, Zen, what Zencaster does too, but you can't see each other. People are that's always right. surprised with, not knowing whether we can see each other or not when <laughs> right, we're right. on these.
1: <laughs> it is nice to be able to see, you know, you get some of the nonverbal that you'd yes. otherwise miss. Yes, right. yes.
0: which yeah. I am glad for.
1: Okay, yeah, it's Christmas,
0: too. and that's why you're here. Besides right. to make me feel better about the Enneagram not being from the devil. <laughs> we did this last year where we had all of our Anya summer guests told us what they wanted for Christmas. And then I had an expert on another Enneagram coach named Haley Watkins. I had Haley on, and we went through after each guest said what they wanted, we kind of talked about why. Okay. Um, So people can go back and listen to any of summer. Nope. Well, they can. But they can go back and listen to (laughs) the Christmas party in 2019 and hear that. I wanted you. It's different this year because it's pandemic and it's COVID and – people are, everything's different. Everything's yeah. different. The world's just different. Yeah. So can we buzz through the numbers and just kind of go through what are some, you don't have to give like on Amazon, you can, if you have exact things, but,
1: yeah. but like
0: thematically, what kind of things do we know our friends might be, might want? Yeah. You think we can do that? You feel good about uh, that?
1: We can totally do that.
0: Okay, good. Now, that'd, that'd what number fun. do you start with when you start the list?
1: Uh, I always start with seven, <gasps> oh, <I'm kidding. laughs> kidding. I, I wish I could say that was true, but I always true. feel sevens always get put at the end and then get made fun of typically. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm used to both it, things.
1: They used to, you know, teachers often say, we, you know, we start with eight and then yeah. we end with seven. And that's because if we started with seven, then they would check out as soon as we stopped talking about their number. And then sevens feel bad about themselves for, you know, their entire hour. Yeah. (laughs) Until we actually get to their number. So, uh, you know, it really doesn't matter to me because it's, it's, it's a circle. So we can start wherever you like. So where would you like to start?
0: I am a start with an eight end with seven kind of girl, but, but that's only because I love eight so much. Then well, I'm like, let's start with them. They they that's great. So is that okay? I mean, I'm not making totally. fun of sevens, but I'm also not saying it's wrong that we go
1: last. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, I didn't. So that's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. So right. when when we're describing them, will you again for our friends, yeah. maybe this is their first experience with Enneagram? Just sure, say sure. a sentence about each number and then we'll talk about gifts. So yeah, if yeah. we're talking about the eights, who are they?
1: Okay, so eights are known as the challengers. So tons of energy, lots of force of personality. And just kind of power in yeah, their world. Yeah. And uh, so they tend to be intense and go-getters. Yeah. And uh, they can get stuff done and take control. Yes. So what I tend to do with these gifts, I hope this is okay, I'm is ready. I tend to do uh, a comfort gift. So one <gasps> yes. that would really indulge their type. Uh-huh. And then a challenge gift, one that would maybe challenge their oh, personality. Oh, my man. that is so and- good. Now I always give a disclaimer with this though.
0: Okay. Do you do this give, a lot?
1: Give or beware. No, I, I mean I've been I get asked a lot. Oh, you okay. know, when you write a book, people think, you know, okay, what should I get my wife? Yeah, that's right. That's, right. My that's right. What should I get my friend or what should I get my sister? Yes. Okay. And always say, uh, know the recipient and how they'd respond. right okay. <laughs> So
0: whether they want comfort it, or challenge. Right. Yeah. So
1: that is up to you, not me.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> okay so the eights, what's the comfort <laughs> right, so gift the for an eight? eight.
1: Um, okay. Right. So anything that kind of allows them to use their intensity, okay? And their power, I think is okay. really fun for them in a safe environment. So if you can like go to an escape room,
0: okay, and do that? Okay.
1: Or go to, you know, one of those axe throwing,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: places. Those I'm are sure they got back some and cut Nashville. somebody.
0: I think those are so <laughs> dumb, but yes. You
1: know, They might, but eights would would love, you know, just to throw an ax and see it just kind of stick itself into the target would be a lot of fun. Or if you can safely go to someone's like farm and blow something up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, that's really fun for them.
0: Okay. So that's a great comfort gift. gift. Okay.
1: Now, uh, the growth or the challenge gift for the eight, Uh uh, is give them a puppy.
0: Oh, something soft.
1: Yeah, because eights have this really hard exterior, but because they always have their guard up, but when they're around like a puppy or a kitten or a baby, they tend to transform often to the surprise of people who know them, but don't know them super well. Mm -hmm. And they kind of let their guard down and their tenderness is revealed. And so if you give them a puppy, you know, they will, (laughs) they will just melt. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Okay. Buyer beware. Don't just pass out puppies, beware. but that's a yeah, great, no. yeah. that's a great. And that gives us a lot to think about of like, what are some other tender things that yeah. uh, that are nurturing that we can give to eights?
1: Anything that accesses their kind of tenderness or yeah. innocence is really oh, good.
0: Great answer, Drew. That yeah. sounds fun. Okay. Nines, like our friend okay. Seth Abram.
1: Oh yes. Uh, love our nines and I we need them that. now more than ever. So nines are known as the peacemakers. Why, why do we
0: need them now more than ever? Are you about to tell me that?
1: Yeah, because we are in such a divisive, kind of polarized state. Yeah. I think we need nines to help us kind of stitch ourselves back together. Mm. And it's because they truly are the peacemakers. Yeah. They can see all perspectives and honor them, which is pretty rare in this age of kind of demonizing the other yes, right now. Yes. And uh, they're just so good at being able to help. Um, build bridges mm-hmm. when they show up, right? Yeah, and navigate yeah. uh, difficult situations and bring people together and build consensus. Yeah. So
0: I love they're really nines. good at that. Oh, I love them.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, so the comfort gift for the nine would be anything that helps them kind of maintain a sense of calm or tranquility
0: okay? because
1: that's what they're always looking for. Okay. You know, if anytime there's disruption or conflict in the environment, they're going to retreat to their Got kind of it. Safe and happy place. Okay. Um, so, if like, I think whoever invented the Snuggy, do you remember the Snuggy? Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. That
1: had to have been a nine, right?
0: <laughs> so, like, weighted blankets,
1: <laughs> weighted blankets, snuggy. Yeah. You know, one of those little sand gardens where you oh, can yeah. rake the sand. <laughs>
0: of course. Okay. <laughs> or a,
1: a bonsai tree, you yeah. know, anything like that. Give that a just bonsai tree
0: to your nine and your eight and see what happens.
1: That's, yeah. <laughs> There could be a different result. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Perhaps. Oh,
0: that's a great thought. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now the growth gift for them, the challenge for nines is that they can really show up and activate their voice. That's yeah. a challenge for them. Yeah. So maybe a karaoke machine.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh, would they that? ever use it?
1: Well, hey, with maybe the right <laughs> coaxing and the right encouragement, the right
0: liquid encouragement.
1: Yeah. Um, And if that is just way too far afield and too much for them, uh, I think nines are often notorious for doing all sorts of tasks that maybe aren't the most important task to be done.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so if you just give them, you know, those classic stereotypical chore cards or say, hey, I'm going to do this for you. (laughs) I'm going to clean your apartment, you know, and it kind of clears the deck for them mentally Mm. in hopes that they can maybe focus on the thing that they should be. So,
0: so a growth gift for a nine is a coupon book,
1: a coupon book. Yes. Wow. Where you do the stuff for them. Yeah. You may have to cash in the coupons as the giver because they may never. Yeah. That's (laughs) my thing. We don't have time.
0: That's my thing with (laughs) nines is I feel like I, if you offer to help and they don't, how, how pushing too much is too much.
1: Yeah, you you well, you have to be careful to not impose yourself too much because they will just kind of withdraw. You yeah. know that uh, GIF of Homer, uh, is it Homer Simpson kind of retreating? Yeah, 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 time. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can
1: kind of do that That's right. if you push too hard. Yeah. Um, but sometimes if you just surprise them yeah. and just say, Hey, I'm here to do this. Yeah. Uh, they will have trouble saying no to you. Yeah. So, well,
0: that's for sure. You, there you, you, go. you can yeah. bulldoze if you want yeah, yeah.
1: to. <laughs> you um, can. I also, but again, cor- give her beware. Right? Yeah, that's right.
0: Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but also if a nine goes quiet after a gift, that doesn't mean you've done something wrong.
1: No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, in fact, even so often the attention or the lavishness can yeah. be so great that they can have trouble even. Figuring out what to say or how to say because even that itself can feel like a disruption yeah, to them, yeah. which is hard. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good old nines. Okay, let's yeah. talk about the ones, our okay. perfecters.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. So my wife is a one. Oh, so I'm well three versed. Me in a
0: one. Well yeah. done.
1: I'm well versed in uh knowing what not to do in gift giving. <laughs> <her>. <laughs> That's right. So okay, so the comfort gift for the one, and this it can be challenging to give gifts to ones. Like my wife will readily admit this. And we uh, describe because, them a little bit. Oh right, so they are uh, known as the reformers or the perfectionists, and they are always in the business of quality improvement. Yeah. So they right. can often walk step into a room and see what could be improved right. immediately. Right. Which is a blessing and a curse, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. Right. So so they have high standards. Most high internal standards and high external standards, mm-hmm. and which is why they kind of get this, uh, sometimes negative rap as a perfectionist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the comfort gift for them, I think a, a safe gift to give a one would be uh, gift cards to something that they would enjoy spending money on because yes. they would, they they have trouble spending money sometimes yeah. on things because it's always a moral kind of calculation. But if it's a gift card towards something that can help them improve something, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, towards you know uh, like a home improvement store, yeah, like your big box hardware store, or uh, exercise or fitness, you know those yeah. sorts of things, um, they they can respond well to that. Again. Okay. It, Depending on how you know them. Do right? you know
0: what's so funny? I feel like that's what our 2019 of Summer Ones said, is they both just yeah. wanted gift cards. Just gift cards because are loving. But they, as a seven, I'm like, pick it out. that's not fun. <laughs> that's so boring.
1: I know, I know, I know. That's why we but, have to give
0: what they want, not what we want.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and that can be a struggle sometimes, right? For me, yes. Right. Now, okay, so the growth or challenge gift uh, for a one, would be something that helps take all those um uh, kind of moral decisions or moral di- moral dilemmas off the table. Yeah. So when covid's over, right, maybe yes. uh an all-inclusive trip to a resort, right? Okay. Like uh my wife really struggled like w- the one time we did this all-inclusive, she really struggled because it's a lot of money up front. Yeah. But then when we were there, she loved it cuz she didn't have to it was already covered or already yeah, paid for, right? Yeah,
0: So every or, drink or food or yeah. experience isn't a moral decision because it's done. Right,
1: Got and it doesn't have to be, is this a right or wrong decision? Yeah. You know, because it, it's already taken care of. Until COVID is over, one thing I would, uh, I think is really helpful for ones to help them fight this inner critic that's always t- giving them kind of, negative thoughts or causing them to pause or reconsider. Yeah. Is this the right thing to do would be, uh, you ever seen decks of affirmation cards?
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. That are just good affirmations that are good for all of us to internalize and remember. And that can be really important for one because they're inner critic. Every type has an inner critic, but the one's inner critic is so loud and so pervasive yeah. that they need to be reminded of who they truly are and and uh, of their goodness and of their yeah. beauty and of their kindness and these things that they often question internally so i think that can be really helpful to them
0: does it matter more if it's homemade or if it's purchased does it matter more to them if it's what you think about them or if it's just natural affirmation oh
1: I mean, I think if it is, if you wanted to make them and they were more personalized, that's even better. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have to be though, because you can go on Amazon and find these stacks of affirmation cards. If you got 10 minutes or if you got three hours, that's how you decide. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, that's a good one. I have some really lovely ones in my life and I'm thinking, man, I would like to make sure they're reading every day what we actually think about them versus what they hear in their head.
1: Right, because uh, what most people don't know about ones is that they are harder on themselves than they are on others.
0: Yeah, most people don't know that because they feel like ones are hard on them.
1: Right. So, exactly. Yeah. And, and right. really, they are hardest on themselves. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, our twos. Every okay. Christian woman thinks she's a two oh, at some point or another, yeah. doesn't she?
1: I know, and when a lot you know, of them a are, Christ...
0: a lot of them really are. A lot but... of
1: them, yeah. And I work at a Christian college, and this is often the case. We'll, you know, we'll do kind of a, a large group and. Well, far more women identify as a two than actually are twos, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. um, be that as it may, I think the comfort gift for twos and, and we this describe one, them again. I, oh yes. Twos are helpers. Yeah. So, uh, they are the ones that will drop anything and everything to go help someone else. Yeah. And they are so helpful and they're often the ones doing uh, a lot of the chores and the tasks and the things behind the scenes that others don't want to do. And they have this kind of radar sensitivity towards other people's needs and being able to meet those needs. Yeah.
0: Where I feel the inclination to bulldoze nines, where I have to like work to not bulldoze nines, I have to work to not be frustrated with twos when I feel like they're doing too much for other people.
1: Yeah, I have to go well, like, that's just You're
0: doing to, you don't have to do all that. Why are you doing all that? I, yeah. I love you. You should be sitting and resting.
1: <laughs> right. And this is why I think Suzanne Stabile always mm-hmm. says, what is mine to do? Is a, yes. an appropriate question for yes. a two. Because yes. the answer is not everything. That's and right. And they often feel that's like right. it, it is everything. That's right.
0: right. Um, okay. So what's a comfort gift for a two?
1: So the comfort gift I, for them, and I've heard this from countless twos, okay. is quality time. Yes. So, uh, Because they spend so much time helping others at the expense of themselves, uh, truly at the expense of themselves, that if you are to actually spend quality time with a two, they will love it. They will love it. If you can't, you know, with current restrictions and whatnot, spend quality time with a two, then spend quality time doing something that is made with love for that two. So this okay. is where uh, something handcrafted or handmade, uh, made with love yeah. is really important to a too, because that is at the core of what they want is love Yeah, and okay. because they're so good at giving it mm-hmm. that um, they, many of them don't experience it as often as they'd like. And okay. so if you can show love to them, yeah. whether it's through time or through making something that mm-hmm. can be uh, really profound for a too.
0: I would like to give them a coupon book where they clean my house, but that doesn't.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> it would the, be a
0: comfort gift.
1: Yeah, I would. Maybe not in the ways in which we want. But <laughs> not yeah.
0: in a growth way, right. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. Those are, those are really great ideas. I think we, sometimes it feels easier to spend money than to spend
1: time. Right. I know. And it's hard to spend time right now with mm-hmm. others, but there are ways to do it safely. Yeah. and um, And this is, and I've had a, a number of twos that I really respect. Just say time, yeah. time, yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's yeah.
0: their challenge gift?
1: All right. So their challenge gift, and this is really hard for them, is uh, but this could be combined with quality time. Okay. Is, but would be anything that helps them kind of care or pamper themselves. Okay. So uh, some sort of spa day or some sort anything that just feels indulgent. Okay. To it to a two is really hard for them, mm-hmm. but really good. So you could do it with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, and where they just spend a day not helping someone else, but actually just caring for themselves mm-hmm. and maybe, um, feeling a little pampered in the process yeah. that can, because yeah. they don't do that naturally. Mm-hmm. naturally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that can be a really important challenge gift. It's really challenging if they do it alone, they will uh. not want to do it alone okay um but so sending uh,
0: them off somewhere is less fun than going with less them. fun
1: right they, most twos nearly all of them would rather do these things with other people okay um but it can be a good challenge for them to yeah. kind of just care for themselves yeah. for a morning or an afternoon or even a full day
0: right Threes. tell us about threes. That's you, oh, how boy. you identify.
1: So I get to talk about myself and all my quirks. <laughs> um, so threes are known as the achievers mm-hmm. and uh, it's because they they get stuff done, you know, like sevens and eights, but they are so efficient at it. Mm-hmm. And so they often, uh, this is why threes often accomplish a lot of things mm-hmm. and they get a lot done. They're really productive, um, but it comes from some dark places, you know, yeah. where they're trying to manufacture value and worth because they're afraid, it's not there mm-hmm. if they don't mm-hmm. and they they struggle to feel valuable and worthy, um, but they get stuff done. They achieve. So the name yeah. is really appropriate. Yeah. Um, okay. So for a three, uh, maybe a comfort gift for a three would be anything that helps ramp up their productivity or efficiency. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they will be interested in Um and it's because they are they have a to-do list or a goal list that's a mile long. So anything that helps them get through that list mm-hmm. or work towards it can be really helpful. So anything that, you know, that uh, apps that are out there or yeah. various kind of journaling systems that are out there that help yeah. them kind of make sense of their life and be more productive and organized, they will... They will kitchen gadgets sure that well, could be yeah, yeah if it if it makes things more efficient yes. yeah <laughs> okay um because they're always wanting looking for ways to get to their goal as as efficiently and quickly yes. as possible yeah. i was
0: using a kitchen item that wasn't very helpful for me and i gave yeah. it to a 3 Okay. and immediately the 3 said this is great because i don't have that or that and so i can do right. that now with this and That's i was right. like Oh my gosh, that's hilarious that I, yeah. I didn't realize I was solving a problem for you, an efficiency well,
1: problem. It shows you how we can, we'll even strategize our kitchen, yeah. you know, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there's a strategy always happening behind. So with the threes, surface. maybe
0: look at what they love doing or what they're putting their time to right. and ask, is there anything I can gift them that will make this job more efficient? Not necessarily easier, but just more right. efficient.
1: Yeah. Because we all have our interests, right? Sure. And so find an interest of a three and then give them something that will help them uh, achieve more or produce more or be more efficient yes. with that interest or hobby, whatever it might be. Okay. And they'll love it. Okay. Yeah, they'll love it.
0: And what's the challenge gift? Yikes. Oh
1: boy. Okay. So I, I'm cautious to speak this out because if I get it, then I have, you know, I have You're, to do it. Yeah. I'm it, buying it, right? you
0: whatever you say.
1: Um, okay. So anything, so what threes really struggle with the most is, uh, their own kind of sense of emotional intelligence and their emotional world. Right. And okay. cause they, they will quickly turn it into Intel or strategy, you know, to work a room or, uh, to impress others. And so anything that forces them to slow down, mm-hmm. kind of put the to-do list aside and let their heart catch up to their their bodies yeah. and their heads yeah. is really good. So whether that's um, a camping trip where they have to kind of unplug okay, and uh, just be quiet and Uh, in solitude, or um, it could be a solo retreat or anything will be really challenging for three, but really necessary. Okay. Because we often are always looking ahead, always charging forward, Mm -hmm. looking on to the next thing. What we struggle to do is take time to look back Hmm. and just truly reflect on the life that we're living. And so we need kind of intentional pauses to do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, as soon as we check something off the list, we're moving on to the next thing. Yeah.
0: So I'm also yeah. kind of thinking if you can't go somewhere, correct me if I'm wrong. I already told you to call me a heretic at any point. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if it's also you get them, a you print out some of their Instagram posts or pictures of them and make them a book or something like that that makes them look back. Or sure. Invites oh, them. Yeah. It doesn't make them do anything. It invites Absolutely. them to look
1: back. And the other thing, too, that a lot of people don't think about with threes is because they achieve so much, uh, I, a lot of people around them don't think they need this. But threes really struggle to celebrate Oh wow! because that is a po- a point of pausing and looking back yeah. and savoring something yeah. that has been done. And when so often we're always looking on to the next thing, mm. we're not actually enjoying what we've accomplished, mm-hmm. and so something like that that would cause us to kind of celebrate or honor, you know, a yeah. journey, yeah, and the work that's been done could be really helpful to them. Okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah, all of
0: that. We'll get you all those
1: things. Through.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, fours. Tell us about fours. Right. Bless them, bless them. So,
1: oh yes. So fours, <laughs> they're known as the individualists or mm-hmm. the romantics, but romantics kind of gets into this uh, some uh, other territories that isn't always true, but they are though endlessly unique mm-hmm. and expressive in their uniqueness. And uh, they often have kind of really deep emotional wells and are really willing to kind of sit in the deepness of their feelings and their yes. emotional world far more than some other numbers. <laughs> no and, no
0: offense, Annie, far more than some other numbers.
1: <laughs> well, threes and seven. Either of us, that's right, yeah, that's right. Right, either of us. They're far more comfortable there, yeah, and and far more comfortable, especially uh, than threes and sevens with uh, difficult emotions yep. or more painful emotions. They're far more comfortable there, but uh, the good side of that is they can be really empathetic, yes, because they can feel just about everything.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so the comfort gift for them uh, would be I would say anything that's really unique or one of a kind, or you know. Dare I use the term bespoke. Oh, <laughs> you know, anything, well done. Anything along those lines they like. Uh-huh. Because they really want uniqueness and significance to be present wherever they are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so if you give them a run of the mill, you know, gift that you can find a million of, it won't be as interesting to them.
0: What if most of the time? What if it's something like a pair of socks because of what it made you think of for them, even if it's yeah. Okay. So, so if there's so you don't have symbolism, to make something, just have some no symb- have have a reason behind what your gift.
1: There's if there's deep significance or symbolism to the gift, or if it's something that you can't really get around here, but you had brought back from some far-flung place. Yeah. You know that any of that okay. uh, will be interesting to them and kind of indulge that personality. Got of a four. it.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, how are we going to challenge
1: fours? <laughs> okay. So, uh, fours uh, one of one of my Enneagram teachers, her name is Leslie Hirschberger, talks about fours as often being able to see the best of what's missing uh-huh. and the worst of what's present. <laughs> so this sure. is kind of the plight. And it's not all bad, but it can plague a four overall. And so uh, one of the things that can be a real challenge for fours is to be grateful mm. and thankful for the present and not always be longing for what could be or what might be or what was.
0: Sure.
1: And so a gratitude journal. Oh, Cool can be a good kind of growth gift for a four where they have to kind of mark the things they're grateful for and thankful for and focus on those as opposed to maybe what's missing mm-hmm. or what isn't quite right mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. or the other thing that fours are really always finely attuned to is whether or not they belong. Oh, wow. And so often their kind of awesome. unique expression or significance push is mm-hmm. is a correction to maybe not, feeling like they belong yeah. and so a handwritten letter that just speaks to their belonging in your community or that um, speaks powerfully to the role that they play in your your life and the importance and significance that they bring can is really good and when we can do it safely do it over a really nice dinner you yeah. know because they will yeah. really appreciate that fours often love a, a well laid out, Curated meal, yeah, you know, yeah. with others so yes. that isn't just, you know, your average takeout from somewhere else. Right. Sure. And so anything that does not only speaks to their inclusion and in the fact that they belong, yeah. but actually gives makes them a them seat belong. at the table. Yeah. Right. Makes yeah. them belong is really good for them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. Sweet fours. I do like Yes. That. They help me yes. feel what I will not feel. Do you think <laughs> it's true that statement people make a lot about how, you know, nature versus nurture on Enneagram is always a conversation. And a lot of people say sevens and fours are real similar when they're little.
1: Yeah. You know, there are a lot of different theories about that, but they do have some connections. You know, they, they do have, if you look at the Enneagram diagram Mm -hmm. and we could really nerd out about this, but there are some connections with the lines, uh, uh, connecting the seven and the four. And I think that there are, there are some reasons for that. Mm -hmm. I do think that there is, they're just coping with, the questions that yes. kind of plague them in their lives differently. Yes. Right. One, it, you know, the fours tend to more withdraw or re- retreat to kind of work through their emotions. Sevens tend to sprint towards the next adventure or excitement yeah. to get away from those emotions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, the, those emotions are largely similar. Yes, right. There's a lot right. of overlap there. <laughs> that's yeah. That's right.
0: That's right. Okay. Let's talk about fives. Gracious. Okay. Drew, um, what are fives? What even oh, are well, they?
1: You know, uh, working at a, a college campus, I'm kind of surrounded by fives. You know, there's a lot of
0: of really
1: analytical, deep thinkers in in my life. And so uh, they're known as the investigators Mm -hmm. because they will dive deeply, often more deeply than you could ever imagine on a topic of interest to them. Uh, They tend to be really uh, cautious, methodical thinkers. They tend to be really careful with what they devote their time and energy to because they want to use it for... Mm. Uh, whatever it is they're studying or learning up on, mm-hmm. because they really want to be competent, right? Whatever it is they're, that they're doing, nice. and so they will often not say yes to something unless they feel competent enough to say yes to oh,
0: it. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so a, a good comfort gift for them would be uh, books. Obviously, yeah, you know, just
0: pile them up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and often, and this is really important. Fives, you know, they they can be they can come off as more aloof, mm-hmm. or maybe distant and so they will often give a book as a gift and people like oh you just gave me a book you know does that mean i don't know and you know that that people don't know how to receive it but they should receive it as a tremendous act of love Oh, like if a five is willing to give that to you it means that they care enough about you and that topic that they want those two things to kind of converge
0: oh wow Um, okay
1: yeah. So it's, it's a really, it's a supreme act of love often if wow. a five gives a book, oh, <laughs> but wow. they also could receive them. Uh, a, another thing that could be really fun for a five is a master class membership. Yeah. You know, um, cause they, they often will, they will study up, they'll find the ends of the internet on a topic, right?
0: Literally. Uh,
1: where it, whereas most of us will tap out much sooner. Like, yeah. Okay. I know enough. I know right? enough. Yeah. <laughs> I always know enough already. very <laughs> early
0: and a five never knows enough.
1: Yeah. Threes and sevens, we, we can shortcut our way Yeah, and, and wing it a lot, right? Fives never wing it. Mm-hmm, they just mm-hmm, won't wing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the growth gift for a five, what, what they're so in their head, they're always in their head. They can sometimes struggle to be in their body. So if you can do things to help them get in and move their body and, and kind of slow down their mind a little bit, uh, Uh, yoga class or dance classes or anything, any, anything that actually gets them kind of moving their bodies. Mm -hmm. I've heard a number of my five friends say that anything that helps them move their bodies is so good for them. It helps them kind of get out of, you know, the prison of their own mind, you know, which is always going and always thinking.
0: So connecting them, somehow helping them connect with their body.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Whatever that, and that could take on a, you know, a number of different expressions, Mm but, but yeah, and I think that'd be good for them.
0: Okay. I love it. Good fives. And fives would be the, again, call me a heretic, fives would be the other ones that I have had to teach myself. Uh, Their (laughs) immediate response is, do not have expectations of their immediate response because they have to. Take something. You hand them a gift. They go into their little cave. They look yeah. at the gift for a while, and then they'll come back and tell you how it made them feel. Yeah. Annie wants you to. Well, this is this is a gift problem across the board. Stop having expectations of other people receiving the gifts you give them.
1: Sure, but it's good for all of us, Right. right?
0: But is that, am I saying that true about fives? Give them some space after you give them something? I do think
1: so. Yeah. And that's true of, I'd say, fours, fives, and nines, okay. is that they often need some time to withdraw and kind of work through their response. Yeah. And so if you don't get the response initially that you were hoping for, mm-hmm. all is not lost. Okay. You know, they, they will take more time to craft a response. But when they do, it's often more genuine.
0: Yes. That's right.
1: If you give them the time. That's right. Uh to, to and, and the space to respond authentically, it'll it'll be more genuine. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful.
0: Okay. Sixes. Safety. Uh, sixes. Safety. Safety.
1: Oh. So sixes, <laughs> they're known as the loyalists.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a few terms. I like loyalists and they they get a really bad rap because they're kind of known as the scaredy cats of the Enneagram, which Mm -hmm. is somewhat true, but not entirely. I think we all are dealing with our fears (laughs) just differently. They're just more honest about it than the rest of the types. But it's because uh, they are always questioning the loyalty of their environment. Mm. Uh, Are the people around me safe and trustworthy? Oh wow! Can I trust where I am? And now the benefit of this is that they are some of the most loyal people will ever meet. Mm, They are are so loyal. They're consummate team players. They are so good at um, showing up for you when it counts. Okay, But uh, they can really kind of get in these loops of threat forecasting where it can be really hard for them to not just be safe or feel safe and at home, wherever they are. And so right. they'll, they'll often, this is where you hear the stories of, you know, checking the locks or, you know, yeah. making sure everyone has their seat belt on or these sorts of things, because right. they will kind of resort to securing their environment if they're not sure if everything around them is trustworthy.
0: Yeah.
1: So then you can easily see maybe some comfort gifts for a six <laughs> would be anything that helps them feel secure and safe. That's right. you know. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, a home or car security system or, you know, those tile things that- Oh, you yeah, have on yeah, your, yeah. Yeah. So they can track their keys in case they're worried okay. about losing their keys. Now, sixes rarely lose their keys, but they're worried about losing their keys <laughs> right. more than others. If they haven't right?
0: bought them a tile, I'm shocked.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So they'd love that. Or anything also that um, just symbolizes the loyalty that they cherish. So, mm. and this seems silly, but like the friendship bra- uh, bracelet or yeah. friendship necklace yeah. or some sort of token like that, yeah. they will really appreciate. Oh wow! They'll really love that. Okay. uh, Okay. So, my challenge gift for sixes would be anything that kind of challenges their notions of fear, security. Oh lord! They're going to hate you in a way that's relatively. (laughs) They may. I'll probably get some DMs about this. That's right. So maybe anything with adrenaline or adventure. You know. Okay. Whether if if you can get them to skydive or bungee jump or you know do something. Okay. Um. That's that would, wild. That will be a challenge for them, but it will be good. You know, yeah. facing our fears can be a good thing. Right. Or if that's too much, maybe a like a subscription to Calm, you know, the Calm oh, app, yeah, of with, course. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that yeah. could be really helpful to them because they are always kind of working through anxiety about this loyalty trust security. We're all okay. working through anxiety, yeah, that's you know. Right. Um, so it's not just sixes, but uh anything that can help them kind of bring themselves down a little bit and get okay. grounded and calm yeah, <laughs> you know, down yeah. a little bit could be really helpful to them. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's great. Last, but as far where I come from, not least,
1: <laughs> not least. talk.
0: What are sevens? I mean, our friends listening know me, so they're like, that's yeah. a seven, but will you describe <laughs> what sevens are?
1: Okay. So, and you can tell me if I've described it. I will wrong. call you a heretic. So, if you can call wrong. me a heretic. Yeah. It is your podcast after all. <laughs> All right. So sevens are known as the enthusiasts, which makes sense because they tend to be some of the more kind of buoyant, enthusiastic people in the room. Often they're happy, they're positive, they bring a sense of lightness and levity wherever they go, and they also bring a, a sense of fun. I mean, it is. It's so on the nose and it's such a good way that you called your podcast. That sounds fun, right? Because this is what sevens often bring. This is their gift to the world is fun and adventure and excitement. Now, the struggle for sevens is that sometimes those pursuits of fun and excitement and adventure are an escape, right? From things that are harder, more difficult or boring, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Yeah, I've heard heard that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, time will tell. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, comfort gift for sevens are the challenge gift for sixes. Often anything that has adrenaline or adventure to it is, is really comfortable to them Mm -hmm. and they love it. And it's especially true if it's something that is planned for them that can feel then and they're excited about it. I'm sure that can feel like some pressure is off of you, right? Because often in any group, sevens are often looked to, okay, what are we doing next? Yes. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? And, uh, if some, if someone actually planned something really fun and exciting that they themselves would have planned, that can be really comfortable to them.
0: You're right.
1: Or, uh, if, again, this is, if we get a chance to do these things again, yeah. like <laughs> any sort of like taste of a city, you know, where you can yeah. go from restaurant to restaurant and sample all the things, Yes, you know, yes. that's amazing to a seven. Cause they're it often is. the ones where, uh, uh, you know, a lot of types would just, oh, let's just go out to dinner and, you know, a seven would be like, well. Uh, Here's where we should go first, (laughs) and then then we'll go to this, and then we'll go get dessert here, and then we'll go do this. You know that they'll have a much more robust plan. I
0: feel very uh, exposed right now, Drew. (laughs) You're very right. But
1: but it's doesn't that sound amazing right now to be able to do? I yes,
0: and and I think in a COVID world, if a cookbook matches that, if you tag four recipes that we should try. You know right. like this is a great yeah. cookbook and here's four things you would love to try yeah. or it's something cook- new, four things right four- yes new 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 give me new give yes Yes.
1: Anything that can bring a sense of newness yes. to a seven's life, they will love. That's right? what,
0: yes. Yeah, some other day, Drew, we'll talk about why COVID tried to ruin my li- everyone's life. But for sevens, it took away our fun yeah. and our, anti- we have nothing to anticipate either.
1: Right. There's nothing to look forward
0: to either because we don't know when it ends. And I didn't, I didn't know how much I found peace in anticipation until all the anticipation mm-hmm. was gone.
1: Yeah. Well, can you imagine when we are able to kind of go back of whatever new, a new sense of normal looks like the collective energy that's been pent up of the sevens oh. unleashed on the world. <laughs> We're about to have, have some fun, <laughs> whether we want it or not. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's
0: right. Gonna that's be right. One
1: big party for I've a while. I've been
0: budgeting for the amount of tickets and, <laughs> and things I'm going to buy to attend. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, sure. Oh, um, okay.
0: What's the challenge gift for sevens?
1: Okay. So uh, I would say... There could be a couple. One would be anything that helps them kind of stay on task Mm -hmm. and finish the task. Because that can be a challenge for seven. They can get bored and move on to something else. So I don't know if you've ever heard of a a Pomodoro timer. No. So it's this, it's a tomato. It's an Italian tomato. Um, But uh, it's this method where you set a timer for 25 minutes and you work. Focused work for 25 minutes. It goes off.
0: Everyone that have, works for me is going to buy these. I'm going to get seven.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Advance. Keep going. And then you get five minutes of free time.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> Where you do whatever you want, and then you reset the timer.
0: I'm already embarrassed. And
1: there's Studies have shown... It, you have to tell me if you actually get these. Yeah. If oh, gets I will. These, you gotta I'm let me know.
0: Sure, I will.
1: And there are apps for this, of course, too. Yeah. But of course, it'd be fun to get a cute little yes, tomato, tomato. And set on your desk. And then you do it over and over again. And studies actually show it's, it's not j- just to help you stay focused, it actually makes you more productive. Oh, something wow. about that cycle. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I would know this as a three. Yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs>
1: that's how I wrote the book. That's actually, right. I used it. that's right. Wow, I thought it was great. You may not think it's so great, but no, it would be a be challenge be gift. for me. Yes, or anything also for seven that helps them access the full range of their emotions. Yeah, right, because they can live as many people have said in that half range of all the good, positive, mm-hmm. feel good vibes. I don't know if you've ever seen like a mood chart. That has all the different moods and emotions laid out there. That can be a nice gift for seven to actually help them think through, okay, I'm not just happy or bored or frustrated or excited. You know, there's a whole range of emotions available to me that I'm experiencing that I need to become more in, in touch with. So,
0: a seven friend of mine had a baby yesterday. And in her text telling us, she was like, I, I, she, and the baby has a couple of things that they have to like, she, the baby's yeah. gonna be fine, but just a couple of things. And she was like, and I just feel so excited and a little lonely. And I'm uh, thrilled and I'm scared. And I was like, yeah. healthy, well done. I was wow, like,
1: that is good. I'm That's excited great. about the
0: baby, but I'm more excited at how many of your variety of feelings you shared.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like that movie Inside Out when yes. the feelings start to, start to get mixed. That changed right? my
0: life drew
1: yeah well and for me as a three as well i mean yeah. and, and for sevens that's a profound it's very simple yeah <laughs> most types would be like of course that's how it works but yes for those of us that maybe uh, i struggle was like a more with our emotions? Like, wait a second <laughs> right. that can't be right <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> yeah um okay that very good by the way drew thank you those were amazing
1: well, I guess we'll find out, you know, if yeah. We, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you've it given us hard.
0: topics. If you don't know what someone's Enneagram number is, yeah. how, based on what we just heard, you go like, Oh my gosh, of course, I'd love to give my husband the right gift or my best yeah. friend, the right gift or my wife, the right gift, but I don't know what number they are. What's the, what's, yeah. how do we do that? Yeah.
1: So there's a few different ways. There's no like one formula. So, you can buy a book, say the Enneagram of Discernment. Some would and say, read yes. It, some would say, and uh, discover your type, because that's the important thing. You have to discover your type. Mm. You can't just let someone yes. else tell you what type. That's you, right. Obviously, you have people who know you well who can speak into your life, yes. but. You have to discover your type. Mm-hmm. So that'd be one way. Another way would be to take a test. There are some, there are plenty of tests online. Most sure. of them are garbage. There are a few sure. that are good. Typically Say the that. ones that cost money yeah. are are tend to be worth a little more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Or another one that I recommend too that's more recent would be if you look up Ryan O'Neal's oh. um, Enneagram songs. Yes. Listen to them with the lyrics in front of you. The one that makes you cry, yep. there's a good chance it's your type. If yep. they all make you cry, then the one that makes you ugly cry is right. your type. If they all probably. make you cry, you're probably a nine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe. And, and so that can be a way. There's an, a myriad of ways. Or you can... Uh, you know, schedule a, a typing session with someone who really knows what they're doing, sure. you know, who's a, a really like well-versed in the ways of the Enneagram mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trained to mm-hmm. do this well, yeah. they can kind of talk through it with you yeah. and, okay. and point you in some directions. Any of those ways are yeah. are effective, but a lot of it just depends on our learning styles and how we tend to take in information and make sense yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: That's brilliant. Okay. That was so helpful. I'm so excited to finish. And I'm questioning two gifts I've already bought, but that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. I'm just making sure. And, uh, and you know, the, uh, half my friends and family, I know what, how they identify and half of them I don't.
1: Right. So I'm
0: also listening to you describe people and go, or describe types and go, oh, that does kind yeah. of sound like that person. And I know they would love that because I know my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's, and don't, and I think that's a good, a, a good reminder to don't overthink it. Yeah. This can be helpful information, but I don't, I don't want it to cause anyone to like uh, become paralyzed over right. what gift you know, Thank to give. you. No Just kidding. Give it with love, right? Yeah. And,
0: no paralysis yeah. allowed. Okay. Is there anything, I have one more question for you, but is there anything we sure. didn't talk about that you want to make sure we say?
1: Oh, we covered a lot of ground. We really did I it. Will you yeah. come back
0: sometime? I would love that.
1: I would love to come back. Okay. Let's do it.
0: Great. Because there's
1: a bunch of stuff we could talk about, but it'd be opening all sorts of cans of worms. Yes, we just can't. We can't open (laughs) cans of
0: worms on the 12 days of Christmas. Drew, the last question we always ask, which will not surprise you because who are you talking to? Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what you do for fun.
1: Oh, man. Well, so many things that I can't do right now. (laughs) Right. So here's what sounds fun. Okay, good. Would be... To go a large group of my friends mm-hmm. and actually go to a restaurant together, <laughs> and yes. and have a nice long meal yes. together sounds yes. so much fun right now. Yes. and it has been so long since I've been able to do that. Because um,
0: Indiana is like no joke, locked down hard right now, right?
1: Yeah, cuz yeah. yeah, things are not good right yeah. now. And yeah. so um so I miss that. You know, there are you know, ways to as you, we've all figured out ways to stay in touch with friends, but right. it's just not the same, you know? It's just hard. And and so that sounds really fun to me right now. Yeah. Uh in the meantime, I'm just um playing a lot of board games with my kids. Yeah, so how many kids a, do you have? I have, a, I have five kids.
0: <gasps> Drew.
1: I, yeah. It's very it, accomplished it's a,
0: of you. Well done.
1: A, a co ed basketball team, you know, in my house. <laughs> and none of them play basketball, but we're a big soccer family. But playing games, um, board games right now is how we spend a lot of our time. Yeah.
0: Favorite board game? What are y'all doing the most?
1: Ooh. So w- right now we are playing, um, well, it's I guess it's more of a, ca- a card game, but Sushi Go. You ever yeah? played this? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard it. Yeah. Or Splendor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: well done. Y'all are like deep dive kind of. gay people.
1: Yeah, we we've kind of gone down the rabbit hole of of good board games because there's only so much you
0: can do. That's exactly (laughs) right.
1: Hold up as a family of seven. Yeah,
0: that's right. Also, you didn't know you did open a can of worms by saying soccer. Are you a big soccer person?
1: So I my wife and I never played. Okay. It wasn't something around us, you know, growing up in the rural Midwest. Yeah. We didn't have it was a truly a foreign sport to me, yeah. but all five of my kids play.
0: Do y'all watch it and, too?
1: Oh, we watch it EPL. <gasps> I mean, Who's we your team? we be, ah, so I don't know that I have a team. Okay. I think my kids more root for like the American players that have like sure. broken through the barriers yeah. to the top level. Christian Pulisic
0: um, is unreal Pulisic, to watch. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea
1: and, uh, you know, um, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, so I don't necessarily have a team that
0: but do I, watch I should have
1: one. I do watch uh, it. Sure,
0: you should pick one if you want to. I'm Arsenal, but live your best life. It's not the best time to jump onto Arsenal unless you're like a buy low, sell high kind of guy. <laughs> if you are, join well, us.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm a lifelong Cubs fan, so I, I've, I've You know this. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought low and finally got to sell high. Yeah, that's you exactly know, right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
0: fun. Okay, well, anytime yeah. you want to talk soccer, I'm your girl. Or any sports. You I love probably. sports in general. Yeah. But when someone says soccer, oh, that pings me hard because I too. love yes. it. Okay, Drew, thanks for doing this, man. I can't wait for everybody to get to read Enneagram of Discernment. Such good work. We are so thankful for you. you.
1: Well, thanks. And uh, excited to be a part of 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course.
0: Friends, isn't he the best? Wasn't that awesome? A comfort gift and a challenge gift for each type. That is brilliant. I'm so excited and I'm very afraid I'm going to get timers from everyone who loves me. But so it shall be. Make sure you follow Drew. If you don't already, tell him thanks so much for being on the show today. Hey, and if you want to grab a copy of his book, you can go to fallscitypress.com and use the code that sounds fun for 20% off. So head to that website if you want to give a copy or get yourself a few copies of the Enneagram of Discernment. Again, that's fallscitypress.com and use the code that sounds fun for 20% off. And we will have that link in the show notes below so that you can click right on that. I think that's it for me today, friends. What a great Saturday. I'm glad this party keeps going six days down and we're going all the way to 12. So excited. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I'm Annie F. Downs, T S F. Like that sounds fun on YouTube. And I think that's it, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. We'll see you back here tomorrow as the party continues for day seven of the 12 Days of Christmas, week three of Advent. This is your third Sunday in Advent. And we have Pastor Kevin Queen, pastor of the pod, back with us tomorrow. We'll see you then.